Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse, and for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. They got science to celebrate! Demons blissed out! Come on! There is rebellion in the wind. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur fossils? God put those here to test our faith. That's a damn lie, I, I saw them on my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man! None of it is true! I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniacs! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! So I'm wondering what angle we should talk about tonight. Like, what do you, cause I didn't, obviously I didn't plan anything. <laughs> um, you know me, what would you uh, like to talk about? What's on your mind? Yeah. So, I mean, you're already recording, so I can just yeah. go in like, I can just go. Yeah. In like it's this. the deep share. This is Dan and Naki Dan, our good friend from rising from the ashes and also the upcoming podcasts roots of creation roots of creation. Yes. So when I first started my little journey, you know, of trying to figure stuff out and everything, I got really tired of like the ancient alien type of thing. And I was never really into like the church stuff or anything like that. So I wanted to try to explain history without like those religious angel type beings or mysterious inner dimensions or whatever else. And without like this extraterrestrial influence on earth Mm -hmm. so what i wanted to try to do is that see if i could explain history from just a a historical point of view without that stuff involved in it and uh so i heard billy carson on uh some tv show he was doing an interview and he was like oh we got to find out who these serpent people are and uh i was like yeah who who are the serpent people? Let's try to figure that out, right? Yeah. So popping up everywhere. Yeah, because of because of my name is Dan. I uh I've and I've been looking into the Bible history and everything for a long time. I already knew that the tribe of Dan was uh represented uh as a snake. And uh there's a part in the Bible, I forget which chapter exactly, but it says that. Dan will be like a horned snake in the grass biting at the heels of the horse. Yeah. Dan's path will or it'll be like a snake. His path. Yeah. yeah his path the trail, the snake trail. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh, well there's some serpent symbolism right there. Right. So I decided to see if I could just follow the symbolism around and see what I came up with just from doing that, you know? So I looked at Dan and then I was able to chase Dan all over the place into the Black Sea, into Denmark, into Ireland, uh, into the east side or the west side of the Black Sea. There's a, a, a place called, uh, oh man, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head now, but it was like something to do with Dan, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then all the rivers off the Black Sea are at, named after Dan, the Don, the Dnieper, the Dinister, and the Danube. And mm -hmm. then uh, they worshipped a female goddess named Danu, who's like a forest goddess. Kind of similar in the way to like Hathor or Ishtar or Oster. All these like Easter goddesses, basically, you know, the whores of Babylon's. Um, mm. it, they, they all pretty much have the same type of connotation to them. Uh, uh, that can, that'll connect in later too with like the Knights Templar and how they worshiped a, a female deity and the church, uh, considered them blasphemous for doing so, mm. you know, but, uh, so you follow this tribe of Dan and you find out too, that they got kicked out of the 12 tribes because they were doing pagan stuff and they weren't worshiping God. And then, so they get kicked out. So now there's only 12 tribes, right? <clears throat> and then, so if you follow these other tribes, you find out that, uh, Judah and Benjamin stay in, in Israel and the other 10 tribes leave Israel and go to the North. So that's pretty interesting, right? So that means these other 10 tribes all go to the North and uh reside between i hear like between the caspian sea and the black sea you hear like steps of russia they move into uh western europe uh, and then i have this book over here who, that talks about it's called the united states and britain and prophecy written by uh yeah a guy named um let me see robert armstrong and uh there's this really killer podcast called uh uh, watch, watch Jerusalem. Watch yeah, Jerusalem, and uh, they go through all the different tribes on there and where they end up. And what's weird is um, all the different tribes end up in like uh, Western Europe, in Sweden, in Holland, in France, um, everywhere. Actually, except Germany and Austria, they say Germany and Austria is the Assyrians. And this is what uh, Yake Hagstrom would call the Hashirians. Uh, right. From the Hashassins. Yeah. Ha -hash yeah. You know, the <laughs> it's Hash a hard word, hard word I, to say. Yeah. They, uh, were the, they were literally assassins, but they were also eating tons of hash and smoking yeah. tons of hash in and the temples. E yeah. And even possibly uh, dealing it and selling it. Even their people. blades were, you know, holy symbols to them and everything that they killed with oh yeah i can't remember, yeah. I can't remember the name of it though it's gonna drive me nuts maybe i'll remember oh, that, it something. like sickle yeah type it's one? yes i can't remember the yeah. name of it though but yeah i know what you're talking about it's, it's like very that, that specific to them pirate one that marauder type kind style. of yeah i almost want to say that the pirate one is almost like maybe a you know a distortion of it you know yeah for sure so but, I, yeah, go ahead. So as I like start to look into like the tribes and stuff like that, and uh, I see like all this symbology and all the serpent stuff, you see like the serpent mounds and in Ohio, and then you have like these effigies and serpent motifs and plume serpent with the Mayans, and then you have, you know, you have uh, serpent mythology and. Uh, china the dragons 
um you see you see the serpent mythology everywhere even yeah. in the bible Naga. it's the serpent the serpent that tempts eve to eat the apple right to give right. the knowledge so yeah i'm curious if we could find any like serpent symbolism would say prometheus because he's uh, well, the same damn character as Zanki, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's the trickster, right? He gives he gives fire. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, but I mean, that's the odd thing because that's where the serpent ends up going too. It goes to this Enki character and all that that symbolism as well, along with Dan, which is the interesting yeah, part. Along that's with the, Dan. Yeah. And then Dan is like the the outlier that kind of didn't join in in all the reindeer games. He's Rudolph, you know? Mm. Dude, it's almost like your name, Danunaki, is kind of like a hint at this, too. It's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly why I went with this. Oh, name. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was just a convenient pun. And you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so when, when I was looking into this stuff more, I was, uh, you know, doing research and uh, on ancientorigins.com, I found. Uh, interesting article that pointed to the fact that there was an ancient civilization in the Danube River Valley called the Danube River Valley Civilization. And they had found there uh, artifacts of writing. And it's not common knowledge uh, because a lot of people won't accept it as real. Uh, but they had a writing system and they believed that their writing system wasn't used for like barter and trade, like most writing systems evolved uh, to be used for. They're actually like magic symbols and they were used for divination and for magic ritual runes. Uh, possibly. I, uh, they didn't really speak that they look like runes. They just said that there were symbols. Mm. Um, so then they say that this civilization in Danube River Valley predates Sumeria by 2000 years. So that would put it at like what? 6000 BC. 6000? Yeah, because yeah, Sumeria go, I think, dates to like around 4000 BC. At, at, yeah. at latest. Yeah. Yeah, at the very or earliest. earliest. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Egypt is like 3000, I think. Well, yeah. so called. Well, By modern standards, the older dynasties were the yeah the late threes, early th that area. But they yeah. no, actually, you know what? I I I think I'd have to take that back because from what I've heard from Egyptologists themselves is that beyond twenty six hundred BC, they know nothing. They know absolutely nothing, and they of Egypt, yeah. Huh. And they're guessing beyond that, and that's the. I wish I had his name off the top of my, there's a great documentary to watch though. It's called, um, <laughs> I'll get that one too, I guess. <laughs> shit. Um, well, it's something about Egypt and shit, you know, but yeah. um, anyway, he works at the Louvre and he's like mm -hmm. one of the Egyptologists. He's just this old guy and he's talking about it and saying how, yeah, beyond 2,600, it's all guesstimate. It's all just guess, guessing at everything. Yeah. So piecing little things together here and there. But I think he was probably in his old age going, yeah, there's way too many inconsistencies to go along with this traditional narrative that's been pushed, especially in Egypt. We gotten off track, though. Let's go back to Dan. Well, you also hear that Zahi Hawass hides a lot of stuff from the public. He, he has Did. knowledge of older things going on and just doesn't reveal him. 
So there, there's possibility that they have found, like, look at the fucking, what is it? The Osirian, the yeah. one that has like the big old black sarcophaguses, sarcophaguses in the bottom, you know, massive things that have yeah, no huge. purpose. There's like, seemingly. I think there's like six or nine of them. They're massive. Yeah. Yeah. They're huge. Uh, that has to be old as hell. What does oh, that yeah. date to you? Have they dated that at all? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, they probably have, <laughs> but also Hawass isn't even there anymore, but that doesn't yeah, change. Yeah, somebody anything. else is taking over. Yeah, it's just the state anyway. You know, it's it's Egypt. That's uh, who's in charge. No I mean, can... everything is always about money, right? So it's about tourism, getting people there to support Egypt and everything well, else. So if you tell them that, you know, it's different or that maybe the Egyptians didn't do it, like, I don't know what they're thinking is that people aren't going to want to go there. I think people are going to want to go there even more. Yeah. I, so I, that's why I would say that if it is being kept from the public for a specific reason, it probably isn't, I don't know. It's clearly more important than making money because yeah, it would obviously, and they fork these, these, they, whatever they, they know how to forecast what people are going to do very easily. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they know just as well as we do that we would flock there if all the information was kind of given out. You know? Yeah, I'm surprised I even let let out that Goblecky Tepe is around 10,000 BC because uh, most of it, it all pushes the biblical narrative of you know humans have only been around for you know 7,000, 8,000 years. So anything that goes out of that area is like, oh, well, I don't know about that then because that can't be possible because. Yeah. The Bible has all the answers. Not only and, uh, that, but real quick, uh, I don't know if you've heard Freddie Silva's work on Gobekli Tepe and like mm-hmm. talking to the the people in that area. Like he's gone and talked to the locals and and heard all the stories that are passed down orally, uh, generation to generation, and everything. And from what he discovered, the old meaning behind the name of Gobekli Tepe. And I guess like part of it is um, Armenian and part mm-hmm. of it is Egyptian. The name, mm. I, I'm not even sure if it's Gobekli Tepe. It may be a more local hidden name. I can't remember, but it means the umbilicus of Osiris. And he found out that the Gobekli Tepe site is like on this perfect angle pointing right at the Osirian. Uh. <laughs> pretty yeah. nuts right yeah that's crazy what the man. hell do, i mean if we can if we're saying that gobekli tepe is as old as it is then it's like well what the hell was it pointing to if all this shit didn't show up until right? yeah, super true too that's weird <laughs> or they built the uh osirian after the fact and made that a line up to go blacky tappy that's possible yeah maybe. or if it's just a ley line then the ley line connects to that point anyway so that's true too yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean most of these uh ancient sites are all connected on uh intersecting ley lines uh that's how they get the energy and that's how they get like that that euphoric feeling by putting these sites there that's why they can feel the presence of god in these areas so to speak mm-hmm. and like I'm not really a Bible person, but I use like everything as a tool to like help me try to explain mm-hmm. everything. And uh, I think the Bible has a history to it and stuff. So I'm willing to go into it and look at it and uh, piece stuff out and see how it connects to other different religions and other belief systems. Because 
once you look at it like that, you start to see a lot of similarities. And, you know, they say the devil's in the detail. So I try to pull out the things that are similar in them and then leave out the detail stuff. Uh, yeah. Because that's when everything gets confusing. That's when it gets like more of a personal basis. But everybody believes that, you know, there was a flood. I mean, that's predominant in like every single belief system uh, creation. I mean, that gets a little bit different everywhere you go because mm, no uh, one was there to see it yeah so i mean i think the norse believe it was two trees um and then you have adam and eve story and then I, i'm not even sure like how the other ones describe um, the beginning yeah the well, beginning. Two people. if you think about it uh like if you look at genesis before that before adam and eve before the garden and you know, the creation days are very similar to symbolism in the Sumerian stories and the Babylonian mm -hmm. stories. And uh, yeah. probably the Mesoamerican, if I remember about, I want to say it's this, it's very similar. It's all these gods betraying each other and like the new generation trying to take over and shit like that. Similar to other yeah, i mean there's be... symbolism obviously towards the bible obviously puts it into completely different different frame you know it seems puts to it be into a pretty God. common theme though yeah yeah well it's mostly archetypes and you know christianity just kind of turns it into that the one mm -hmm. well do they though because there's like satan and then there's god that's and then true there's jesus and then there's mary and then there's all the saints and then there's all yeah. the yeah i never really thought and about technically it like they that. they do idolize them and pray to them too oh yeah so we are to worship really, every member of this story. It's not really that monotheistic is what they would like to believe that's interesting uh, yeah more well, it's set up simplistic like a than monotheistic yeah i would well when i was younger i would always say like oh, okay so like the eastern religions are like like a like an instruction manual for your brain and the western ones are just like stories of kings and lineages and shit like that and that's kind of how my simpler mind was putting yeah. it and it kind of it follows suit because it's like just it's just a big hierarchy yeah. that's all western it religion is, is. Yeah. it's just showing us the way that reality is supposed to carry yeah, out i'm gonna i'm gonna get into that hierarchy a little bit too sure sure we're just kind of uh, going wherever man yeah i was going with the bible for a second there though uh uh a lot i probably I distracted I, you yeah you lost you made me lose my train of thought man mm -hmm. uh but sorry brother <laughs> what were we talking about i forgot too we were talking about like dan and anunnaki okay, and yeah. all yeah, that yeah 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 that part i remember hell yeah uh so yeah, with the so with my name and the Danunaki thing. Uh, so when I found that thing about the Danu River Valley civilization, how it predated the Anunnaki. Uh, once you so then once you go to the Anunnaki story and Sumeria, you see like these tall figures and they have like big blue eyes. They're also described as like serpent beings or bird-headed beings like feathers plumes serpent plume serpent i mean it's kind of the same in the in the maya 
mythology too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very the same. And then you have like Native Americans talking about how Caucasian people came and uh, taught them how to grow crops and stuff. And then you have the Mayans doing the same thing. You have the Sumerians doing basically the same thing because the Sumerian people were dark skinned. Uh, I think even in the Sitchin books, it refers to them as the black headed people. So that's how you know that 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 class was different than the people that actually live there. And it seemed like these people were going around and re-civilizing civilizations or at least teaching them something while enslaving them. Mm. They're teaching them like science or how to build or teaching them masonry or uh, job training. And then, and it almost seems like they didn't know they weren't as aware as uh, these people that were coming to them and telling them these things. So they would put like all these different things into stories for them so that they could use the story to extract the actual knowledge. And I think that's kind of the idea of what the mystery schools were of there's a surface level for, you know, uh, mild brain thinkers and then there's like a deep like deep understanding level for the initiated and for the ones that are in the know and i think yeah that also permeates through a lot of different things oh and where i was going with the bible thing is is actually a lot of the bible came out of egypt a lot of this everything uh about the uh at least like the old testament uh, because uh, Abraham was from Ur and Sumeria before he went to Egypt, and then Moses was a high priest in Egypt. So they were aware of these things going on before uh, the foundation of the kingdom of Israel. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... then you kind of follow all this around, and you, you see, like, there's people going around to these civilizations and they're teaching people stuff. Right. So then like everybody's question is always like, who are these motherfuckers that (laughs) have all this science and technology that they're able to bring it to the people, you know, they found seeds that are like, like, I forget how to explain, but they're like super seeds and they found them in such a place that like, there's like, they had to have been manufactured by humans, uh, these seeds uh, to grow stuff. So they're like, how the hell is that possible? The Amazon uh, rainforest, you know, the Permaterra, they found that like that soil has been manipulated by humans in the past. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's nuts. Yeah, so there has to be the civilization that had to know how to go everywhere. You know, oftentimes people are like, well, how'd they get to America? There's nobody in America. You know, Columbus found America, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. But, like, the whole Bible, well, first of all, Atlantis ends in a flood. And the Bible right. begins in a flood. So, to me, I think the survivors of atlantis were the the is the origin of the bible and that's how they had all this knowledge right so then what was atlantis where was atlantis and if you look like people have all these different 
ideas of what Atlantis was or is or where. So it's mm-hmm. like the Rishat in uh, Morocco, and then you have like the Azores. And then, uh, funny enough, off the coast of Spain right there, you have another city called Donia. Uh, you have Sard- <laughs> yeah, Sardinia, yeah. and then you have uh, you have the Sudan, and you have the Jordan uh, River. So you see Dan everywhere still, uh, right? And, and then- wasn't sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the, well, so the way that Dan was notated, it was like a the symbol for a D sound and an N sound, right? Yeah. So that's why that. So for anyone a little like, well, they're stretching it. It's that's the reason why. It's because it was stretched to Dawn and Den and Dean and do you know yeah. all over the place. Dan and then the Irish name, for instance, which yeah. is what is what say it. I always so- screw it up. Tuata de Danan. Right. So and I, there even you... I say it wrong. So <laughs> it's a tricky yeah. one. And it also, there's, uh, I know from, I brought up Freddie uh, Silva. He, uh, he definitely has work that shows that there's like phonetically a group that sounds like Anunnaki in Ireland or Scotland. I can't remember how it was pronounced, oh, really? but it's very, very similar to the Anunnaki or, or something like that. Yeah. There's also like the, the Nuna. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Naga. Oh, the Naga is a snake. Yeah. Right. And think about that Naga in Egypt, the, the Naga were those like wise serpent headed people. Yeah. I think they were around thought and- Toth or whatever. Right. He, they were like his people or something. I can't remember how it goes. Thoth was uh, Ibis head. Yeah, yeah. He was like the wise. Yeah, he the was wise like one. the wise one. Yeah, he was the uh, the what do you call it? The script writer writer person. He was like the historian. Yeah, <laughs> keeper of the knowledge. Right. He was the mystery school. Yeah, pretty much. They even do that in the that real whacked out uh egypt movie uh gods and kings or whatever the hell it was called it was real yeah. bad it was real bad but yeah they showed the his life it was too much oh, yeah yeah it was rough yeah they showed a flat earth in that too <laughs> oh yeah oh flat earth is a big thing too i guess it's just weird though it's... like do, do, do we come across flat earth in egypt uh, no, I don't. I don't think we do. So that's really weird of Ridley Scott to put flat Earth into his fucking movie about ancient Egypt and the gods. It was really yeah. fucking weird. Well, I mean, he did a good job because it convinced everybody. <laughs> um. I'm just saying, yeah, well, exactly <laughs> that, right? I mean, it's, it feels like disinformation right there or something. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, from my own perspective, mockery, perhaps. Nothing against flat earthers. I'm sure you're great people. Uh, well, of course. You have, they have a lot a of us are of right a, in the middle, too. Yeah, they have a bit of a flat personality, but it's okay. Hey, I'm somewhere <laughs> right in the middle, man. I'm freaked out. I mean, I, I'm not, but like I am, but I'm not, but I am. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that aspect a little bit more, too. But <laughs> as like, That's so right. Atlantis and searching for Atlantis and trying to figure out what it is you know uh it's basically like the whole mediterranean the black sea 
Spain, the Azores, the coasts of Africa, the coast of South America, the coast of America, and like up into the north, possibly uh, into like Ireland and England even. Uh, I was talking with somebody the other day and they said that the, or uh, I was talking to Bo Kennedy from the Bump podcast and he said that the mountains in um, like your area in New England, there's a mountain range there that actually is actually part of uh, a mountain range in Ireland. And when the earth was actually, the land was touching each other, those, that's when those mountains were formed. But then they later split apart. So there's a chance that maybe there was even land underneath the water. Like people say about the story of Atlantis, how it sunk. Some people believe there was a land, a bigger landmass kind of in the middle. I think there is probably a bunch of different island chains and uh, that these people used like these little different island chains as like little hubs Mm -hmm. uh, because I think they were what they were doing was uh, transporting goods all over um, all over the continent or all all over the planet really so they were they were getting these goods from all different places and and I think there's like a Rosicrucian uh, I I guess castle Rose uh, what's it Rose Castle and uh that's um yeah that's scotland what... or england or something anyways it has like uh in the reliefs in the building it has like corn maze and they're like how they know about corn because corn is an american thing and so how did they know that there's uh how to grow corn so uh and then i think they found cocaine in mummies in egypt uh in their hair follicles uh and uh tobacco and they found out that it came from the americas so obviously people were getting to the americas in very ancient times and also like the whole bible starts off with like somebody building a giant ass boat to save half the fucking animals on the planet that are on the land and then uh you know saving humanity and all the land animals <laughs> so <laughs> they knew how to build boats since the beginning yeah so mean, they knew how to sail they knew how to get around uh, th- these uh these danites the tribe of dan they knew how to use the river systems almost as freeways um so they'd use these rivers and they'd flow down the rivers and if not they'd probably build canals uh, or widening them, widen them so that they could easily go down them so that way they could get to these other places. But uh, yeah, they used boats, man. Yeah. And you think about like the importance of, <laughs> of, the, of the, just the way of life of the fishermen uh, in all the Nordic culture and, and like that whole, whole Scandinavian area. It's all fishing and it's all water-based and it's all you know the like the whole viking saga it's all about their conquest of the sea and everything and it's just echoed there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it just follows suit yeah they talk about the sea peoples too right uh uh man i'm gonna blank on his name right now uh simcha jacobovici okay yeah that was good <laughs> uh he he was uh the guy that did the naked archaeologist 
So, oh, and okay. he also did uh, like decoding Exodus and uh, some other things. Uh, he was on this Atlantis one on Disney Channel too. That was uh, James with James Cameron, the director oh. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy C. Uh, that guy did a naked archaeologist show about the Sea Peoples, and what he found was that they were connected to the Danites. So mm. these Sea Peoples were the Danites. So the sea peoples that everybody talks about, the Daduna, uh, that's related to Dan also. Yeah. And the Dan, but Dan has two other symbols that it uses besides the serpent. And the other one is an eagle. And the other one is a horse. Um, So I I found that to be interesting also. So I kind of looked into like horses. And I think the first horse that they've ever found is in the steppes of Russia in a little place called Bowtie, where they found like the first uh, horse uh, that dates back thousands of years. Um, so was it like drawn on a cave or something? Because you definitely have. They uh, uncovered it. It was a. Uh, it was a uh, remains. Oh okay. They found remains of a horse, but they found out that they were like, uh, uh, it was like animal husbandry. They're breeding them. They're able to figure out that they're breeding them there at that place. That that's what they had them for. Wow. Um, so, and that comes from like the steps of Russia. So this gets into like the idea of Tartaria a little bit, right? Also, like, if you look at the origins of dogs, dogs come from like wolves and like these big huge animals right and they come from uh actually like the same area <laughs> like this area in siberia or russia yeah <laughs> uh that's uh has a, a lot of snow and shit and they had bigger dogs there and then they bred them down uh it's like i think it's like the 45th parallel that goes like right through right through china uh, like the borderline of China and Russia, and then like all the way straight through the West into um, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you think about like the dire wolf mythology and stuff that comes yeah. from that area. It's yeah. Right so, you there. See, so you see animals like these pets that we have, like starting in the same area. So there's animal husbandry going on thousands of years ago who's who's doing this you know where are these horses coming from the chariots the invention of the chariot and uh these large horses and um you know uh i also have like a lot of uh uh reptilians in my bloodline i guess you could say (laughs) according to some people um really uh, rollo is that much of a reptilian (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually related to Abraham Lincoln also. And apparently, like, if I'm related to Abraham Lincoln, then I'm related to George Bush somehow, too. Well, in that and, case, you're related to all of them. Yeah. So then I must be related to all of them. And I'm mm-hmm. a reptile. Uh, so but from from all that stuff, too, it really got me into like trying to figure out like these people in my family, too, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Kenneth. Kenneth McAlpin is one of them. And he's the one that laid the stone at Tara, Tara, which is in Scotland, which is the throne 
of where the king would sit. He would sit on top of this stone and he would be crowned king at Tara Mount. And the interesting thing, I think, is they say that the stone of destiny is the same as um, Jacob's pillow that he laid his head on when he saw uh, the vision of the ladder and everything and the, the ladder up to heaven and stuff. So the stone of destiny was, uh, and, and then there's like more to it too. It goes into like, it came from Egypt and Kenneth McAlpin was the one that got it. And he's the one that said it, but, uh, it, it came from the Egyptians. Then that can get into like Scotia and stuff like that too. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's so much debate around that. It's, it's hard to say either way. Um, so then, <clears throat> As I'm doing all this research and everything, I'm listening to like uh, podcasts and everything, you know, and uh, I hear Jim Chesner a couple times talk about box saga. And I find it to be very interesting simply for the fact that, you know, I have this Viking ancestry and um, uh, he talks and he talks about, you know, Odin and, st- and stuff like that. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool stuff. You know, I've never heard of this before. I never. I think he said in one of them that, you know, uh, originally yoga was done and uh, it was rune rune yoga and they would make the different rune signs with their body uh, and they would mm-hmm. use this to like stretch out before battles and stuff like that before um, they'd go fight and stuff. And I was like, what? That's crazy. That's not true, is it? And uh, I, I still haven't really dug in to see if that's actual well, fact, but it's pretty interesting because you well, get that a lot of that in Eastern uh, belief systems. Well, what came to mind right away is like they were kind of turning their bodies into sigils. Yeah. And it's like the sigil is supposed to be very personal. And like when you follow along with Box Saga, you really do end up simplifying and bringing things right back down to their roots. And like you kind of have to like objectively observe simplistic human behavior before there was any. It, it feels like Box Saga is describing a time when there was no higher example to follow necessarily mm-hmm. in, in, in some ways where like things are very primitive to us yeah. it's hard i don't know it's weird because i know that sounds very general but like uh, i don't know we For live instance, in such the, a materialistic society now well, sure but we, think that, about the this. natural think, ways of doing things are are a little bit more complicated and hard to understand well, okay, so check it out. Think about this. Like, so you in the East, right? The traditions, like the 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 sutra, the Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it think about how it teaches the men that like the seed is sacred, right? It's yeah. only used for for giving life, right? Mm-hmm. That's in the East, big time. It's in uh, the Bible the, too, though. Oh, it is, yes, and we can get to that. And <laughs> so in the East. <laughs> The method of getting around that to be promiscuous is to um, to control it and separate the ejaculation from the seed leaving the body. Right. So the thing is, is it's interesting to see how clearly that's a very sophisticated meditative system 
yoga clearly came before meditation or i don't know maybe not before maybe that's jumping the gun but i like to look at this box saga method of the seed being holy and they decided well this thing's staring at me in the face i guess i'll do some yoga to figure out how to (laughs) get it in my mouth and keep the seed like yeah it sounds gross it's it's hard it to is. swallow it doesn't for sound gross it is gross it is great you know uh, it's apparently it wasn't that hard to swallow <laughs> right <laughs> so it's weird to think that maybe in a on a very ape level at some point maybe we were doing yoga desperately trying to do that <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's people doing it today even that are not even aware of box saga well definitely absolutely you know what i mean yeah weird. People do weird shit. It, it, indeed. <laughs> but I'm just saying like the interesting connection that the, the, the goal is the same. The yeah. goal is that the seed is holy and it's still, and that's such a far reach for these two very yeah. different areas very... of the world and supposed time periods and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's just, it's crazy that we had that intention, that mutual intention. And it, it's almost feels like the box saga was the primitive version of what became this very sophisticated, sexual meditative thing. You, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, You could, you could even say the same of like Catholicism and uh, like the pagans is like the uh, Catholics came around and they're like, what are these savage people doing? Like, you know, sucking their own wing (laughs) and you know like living in the woods and with no clothes on and you know these savage people the savage way of living sort of like you know the when uh, the spaniards came to america and saw the indians they're like oh you guys live savagely you're not you're not as you know uh high class as we are we're more uh intelligent than you are because uh we uh were sophisticated yeah like you guys don't have iphones <laughs> you don't have our tech yet yeah come on upgrade bro <laughs> get all slick and smooth like that's it's I, it's the same fucking thing it's the, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing that's happening right now <laughs> yeah it's the same it's the same it's it's this artificial way of living that is ego driven and fear based mm-hmm. and it's it's turned into a big they you know yeah so once i found you know jim and listened to a few i listened to it a bunch of times you know jim's awesome to listen to um especially his videos like he even seems like a it seems like a very eastern mythology you know in the way because he's like sitting like cross-legged and he seem he even looks kind of like a yogi and like you know think about where they hung out they all got together and met each other in goa india you know yeah yeah it's true that was their place uh, (laughs) yeah he'd he'd sit there like a yogi and then just tell tell like these crazy fucking stories right and you're just way too much sense what what (laughs) like at first your brain just goes i don't know about this shit man but it's cool but then so once I started getting into this and trying to figure out how to explain things without, you know, the, the woo woo stuff and the aliens, then I started to like get more into like the historical aspect of the box saga. And then as I got into there and started to uncover stuff, 
uh, I was like, this is crazy. Like I couldn't like, I wanted so much more, but there was only so many videos and so much stuff to listen to. Or like, I never went on to the uh, box saga info place online and listened to all the clips. A lot of them are in Ooh. Swedish and a lot of them kind of weird me out a little bit, but uh, <laughs> they do, man. I mean, there's like honest, 150 hours on that page. <laughs> yeah. Some and, of them is, uh, yeah, it's just Eeyore naked, like <laughs> meditating and, and talking to the audience, you know, and you can't understand them. So, yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Uh, a lot of great content on there, too. But. Yeah, but um, so. I was dying for the knowledge and then I found out that they did write a book and the book was out, so I ordered the book. I read the book. And after I read it, I was like, oh, okay, there's so many more things in here that it doesn't talk about in any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And they talk about like the ancient trading connections. Uh, they talk about Jesus. They talk about Moses. They talk about who all these people were. Now, the wow. weird thing about Jesus is like, if you look at like all these civilizations, right, the Anunnaki and, and the Veracocha and Quetzalcoatl and all this stuff right it's like these being these people coming to them and teaching them you know we talked about that and they're, they're coming from according to box saga these angels are coming from the acer they're coming from the heavens they're now coming what, from hell asgard and hell are in the same spot people <laughs> just so for the audience let's real quick explain the acer what okay. is the acer people so originally when the planet was perpendicular up and down there was no tilt there was a pole a north pole and a south pole and at the north pole was hell uh, it's called Helsinki now. There's a, a museum over this hole. Uh, they don't let people in it. Uh, who knows what's down there, if it's blocked or clogged or what they did to it. Uh, but it uh, used to be at the North Pole. And in that hole was um, hollow earth. You could go into the earth from there. Uh, I, I believe this is where they, it wasn't like all the way through to the other side of the planet. To my knowledge, uh, yeah, which was, but it, I think it was just pretty deep. It was like a big, giant, cavernous area. Uh, I, I guess you could call it like the the waiting room in hell or something, or or the under <laughs> to the underworld. You know, the waiting room to the underworld or something like that, or I don't know. But they put a bunch of uh, artifacts in in this place. Right. So there's a possibility if if the people from the saga, I know they're trying to clean up Lemminkainen right now, if they're able to actually get through there and get in there and find these artifacts, it could like change history forever. <clears throat> but that's two different places, too. Let's make sure to it tell is two. It is yeah, two different so, places. So Lemminkainen yeah. is the place in the woods in the middle of like southern Finland. Okay. And which is like a big, massive, quote unquote, natural structure, but it's clearly not natural. And, and the yeah, yeah, the box saga folks are have been working to like clean up the whole area and try to get out. Like there's too much water to go okay. further or whatever. But the museum is built 
on what was, yes, supposedly from the, the, the box saga says the hell pole and hell yeah. meaning from what Yake says is like balance or even home in some cases um, oh. uh, or completion. Um, yeah. So uh, it, whole, it means whole like W H O L E whole. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think hell. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, it's like all, health. Probably health to. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of words that come from hell. I think also because it connects to the paradis time. What is it? Yeah, Paradisia. Pa- paradis. Paradis. Yeah, I just say paradise like I'm French. Yeah, it's paradise time. So <laughs> what the yeah, the box log is paradise time. That's why it's interesting because hell meaning like home rather than this evil place down south. Yeah. I have to yake about that too. The inversion and all that. The inversion. Yeah. So the inversion shows up a lot. So in all the conspiracy circles, everybody always talks about like everything's been flipped upside down, you know? Right. And that this i i believe that this is actually the reason why and uh well i mean that's a little bit later in into the saga but um yeah. for the most part the world is in balance right it's uh, uh perpendicular it's paradise uh then the ragnarok happens and then the earth tilts and now it's no longer the north pole it's uh where it's at now um and so uh so that's like a little bit about the beginning. And then, so here's, I guess, where I think that this flat earth idea comes in. And mm. it's because I think, I think a lot of things like in our lives, like a lot of things come from things that happened before. And we have like this kind of remnant in our brain of it, you know, or, it's it's in the acoustic record or however you want to say it you know it's it's still within our consciousness yeah and so we try to recreate it in a way that we know how and after that first ragnarok uh it was the end of the paradise and you had the ice age yeah let's just quickly explain that the paradise time from the acer point in the north pole because uh-huh. of the perpendicular nature of it, the sun appeared to go perfectly around all the time. Correct. That was well, another reason for paradise. No. no, I thought that was no. The earth, the sun has always been at the equator, but because there was no tilt, the world would just spin in a in a circle, and there was no tilt, so it would evenly get everything pretty much. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, gotcha. Regardless, yeah, and and but. Um, and then once the earth tilted, then it made it so it made the seasons and then the sun wasn't hitting every part of the earth right. at, the, at the same level of, uh, I don't know. What and it jostled it. the system. So it created an absolute catastrophe, which was freezing the planet, basically. Yeah. So it created like, yeah, these it caused all the lands to freeze over. Yes, uh, all which, land ice. All all the lands, yes. So like it's like pole lands, England, Ireland, Iceland. Yeah, Iceland, Greenland, uh all all the different lands in the in the north. Finland. Uh 
Yeah, they got frozen over. And what they well, say not is Finland. <laughs> there's this uh, giant ice wall that appeared around them, but because of the like warm waters in the in the current um, in the Atlantic that would go up and through and into the Baltic Sea, it was yeah, yeah, keeping. Yeah, that jet stream was like unfroze the ice in that area. And it was almost kind of like Game of Thrones style, right? Uh, with these white walkers in this ice wall. Blue eyes. Yeah. And these white walkers are, are all trapped in this ice behind the ice wall and they can't get out. Mm. It's kind of uh, basically the same story in Box Saga. These uh, people get trapped in the ice. And what, they, what happens is they lose their pigmentation. They lose their melanin. And uh, they develop white skin and blue eyes because they they no longer have the sun. And so they don't need the energy to go into uh, their skin and stuff. So it goes into other places. Yeah. Didn't so they the, live in the hellhole? Didn't uh, they go into the caverns and live I think underground? They, yeah, I think they might have went in the underground to stay warm and stuff and everything like yeah, that. And, and uh, talk about predictive programming and horror movies about, oh, they were, they must have gotten lost down here thousands of years ago. That's yeah. why their <laughs> eyes are bright blue and their skin is pale. Yeah, yeah it's always there. So it, it kind of goes with that whole Arctic motif too, like the Arctic fox, the uh, the polar bear, uh, the Arctic owl. Is, you know, you see the white coat and then mm-hmm. like the blue eyes. And, uh, and I think ones. that to me, that like gives like a good um, kind of evolution thing for me. Like I see that as making sense, you know? So I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense because this out of Africa thing that we all came from albino um, <laughs> black people, that, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me and how, you know, we all evolved from that. So I, no. uh, I mean, uh, and this story, I mean, it fits into like the evolutionary process too, because they say black people have been around for a long time and white people just all of a sudden showed up. Well, if they were stuck up there in the north in the frozen fucking wilderness, their skin turned white and then all of a sudden they evolved and they did show up. And they'd be aliens. Yeah, they'd be aliens. Big time, like their ways, their language, their culture, (laughs) their their technology, whatever, especially if they had a better shot than everybody else, or at least a good portion of the planet was frozen over while they were hypothetically, the story goes that they were able to continue their their culture for the most part, or at least evolve over from the first Ragnarok, which is the tilting to the second Ragnarok, which is the flood of the yeah. ice melting that's millions of years so the story is fantastical fair enough you know what i mean yeah but it's weird because so much fits not to jump too far ahead but yeah I mean? so like i don't know about the millions of years stuff i mean maybe possibly i mean i don't know uh, i heard somebody earlier say andrew collins was talking and he said like you know they found bodies from 400,000 years ago or evidence that humans were alive 400,000 years ago. So, I mean, Michael Cremo to say, and to say that we couldn't have been seems kind of ridiculous if dinosaurs. I mean, if you believe in dinosaurs were from 64 million years ago (laughs) or whatever, I mean, then, then perhaps maybe there's a possibility that there was humans at the same time as these animals also. I don't know. 
Yeah, I like to I was, think that I was there's always there's always like a, a nugget of truth in every conspiracy theory, at least one yeah. nugget, right? And maybe the I this very very uh, popular new uh, newer idea of you know things aren't older, things are you know not as old, and they're lying to us about it. Like it's interesting yeah. how that dichotomy has happened because. You know, we've, I've been following Graham Hancock and all yeah. those guys for yeah, me too. like two decades now, right? Everything's yeah. getting older. Shit keeps getting older, right? Everything but now longer. it's like mm, Tartaria comes along and along with Tartaria comes, oh, you know, all this idea of like they added 1500 years here or this and that. It's just, it's interesting how this so, time can condensation is being talked about now adjacent to all the things getting older stuff it's weird it's fucking weird so I'll, i'm gonna get into the calendar part a little bit later uh but as far as like the flat earth motif i think that this is like the conceptual idea is like these people were stuck in the north with it even says in the saga a big giant ice wall around surrounded them yeah. and in 10,000 um bc they have a date close to around that that's actually like i think within 300 years of the date for the younger dryas which the younger dryas they just recently figured out uh that's like a pretty new thing and uh and this oral tradition came out in 1984 from eeyore so uh i mean it's pretty interesting that they had it in there and it actually fits it, yeah it fits in with what we know now so and uh, we do know now we like an article came out just this morning um like praising the uh comet research team for like new evidence or something like that man that oh. the younger that the the was it the torrid meteor stream has definitely been like you know just dropping chunks of garbage giant rocks down on us multiple times over the past like 20 to 30,000 years and it would make sense i'm sure I don't see why we don't have more cataclysms, you know? Um, yeah. They even connected the one, the Tunguska to it. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's all kind of part of it. Yeah. So during this younger Dryas period, when uh, the comets hit and uh, it, it broke the ice in the North, basically. And the people that lived in the North were able to get out of, from the ice wall. Now there's like this egg that, it's like 7,000 years old and, and it is like etched what looks to be three pyramids, the Nile river. And then you see like these like concentric circles. Actually, it almost looks like an Ouroboros snake at the top at the North pole. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well maybe that's Atlantis. And in the box saga, they're saying that this is Atlantis, not that it's Atlantis. It's called alt land East which means all land is ice at this period in time. And they built, uh, I guess they built like this Atlantis looking place with the three concentric circles, the ring lands. Uh, there's a lot of ring stuff um, in the box saga. And uh, the, the, these ring lands were like the different uh, cast systems. So, um, so that's kind of the idea of the flat earth. Then this gets into the biblical part mm. with the caste systems and the ringlands, because now 
you have these white people coming out of the ice and everybody else on the planet, according to Bach Saga, they say everybody else is tropical. Uh, they have like brown skin, dark skin, black skin. They're not white, basically, uh, because they weren't trapped in the ice and they've been living on the planet for a long time. So when these darker skinned people saw these fucking pale white fuckers coming out of the ice, they're like, who the fuck is this? These, Ooh. And then they had like this technology with them and stuff because they were stuck there. They were able to develop like sciences and stuff like that because um, they, they had to, to survive in a way. And, uh, and because they weren't warring or fighting anybody, they had no reason uh, to do that. So they just innovated. Mm, they made their lives better. Yeah, so they're able to innovate, come up with inventions, and um, and uh, like what is it, horticulture, agriculture, and uh, you know, husbandry and stuff like this. Um, so they have the knowledge of these things. So when they came down, um, so this gets into like the whole whole Noah's Ark story. Is is it Noah's Ark? You know, did Noah build an ark and he landed? on Mount Ararat and uh, he had three sons or is it uh, these three sons came from the arc of the Arctic circle mm. of the Acer and these three sons we know as uh, from the box Saga Ardan, Zvin and the Rosette family which is the, the Finnish people and they're the ones that go and and form Russia, and they say that the Russians and the Finnish are very similar in DNA. And so, so you have these three different Caucasian peoples that come down and they uh, start repopulating. I don't know if all of them do or not. Um, I guess that gets into the more of the satan's story right of the fallen angels that fell and now came down let's I, go I into believe, that a little bit yeah, yeah so i kind of think that the fall was the tilt and mm. and then another fall was like the fact that they uh came down and uh had sex with the like native people of the land which was highly frowned upon i guess uh because it was unnatural to mix um the different bloodlines was it out of do you think it is it historically written about like or is this just from saga saying that this is from the saga because when you think about it and i hate to i don't mean to make this connection like and i do this very lightly it just sounds like ethnic uh not ethnic cleansing but it sounds like the aryan race doesn't it like it's from the same area sounds sounds very familiar doesn't it does it? Yeah. and it's it's and it's weird because box saga does not necessarily immediately indicate like evil people or anything like that or it's no it's, it's a hard line to it's a weird uh, connection to have to make kind of have to make it you know i mean what i think it is is more so that they believed that living with the earth and doing things natural is what is right. And by having 
sexual relations with you know people that i guess are not like you it's against the natural law yeah we were more primitive back then too and when you think of just how alien these people were to the rest of the world compared to just us taking a trip to a you know to another continent right now you know it's a i'm not trying to like be (laughs) it's a weird thing i mean and it's not and it's not i don't think it comes from a hate place but it might come from a fear place clearly a fear place you know uh i think maybe uh i mean even if it was for a good reason you know it could come from like in line some type of like remorse or or like the fact that they were stuck in ice, you know, and couldn't get out. And now all of a sudden they could. You're going to go mingle uh, with, with Yeah, with I think some of them were like, yeah, <laughs> let's go fucking let's get some of these chicks. They're fucking hot <laughs> as fuck, man. And Because we're like, we've been tone. stuck in the damn ice, sucking each other's dicks for fucking sucking our own millions of years. <laughs> 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 Success. <laughs> Success. Let's. <laughs> i mean i don't like i said i don't agree with everything that's in it but i i find the story itself to be pretty interesting and oh yeah the connections that it does have for me trying to explain things without the woo woo this really like fucking busted open for me you know oh, yeah. so what you get is you, you get these people that come out of the ice they start having sex with women and then who's that person that person is satan is the one that falls right everybody else respects the natural law and it's satan that starts having uh sexual relations and creating these hybrid people Mm. and so you could get into like what the hybrids are which they say are the nephilim right the giants so it created the giants but i believe that these are what they refer to as the titans the people of the acer the people of the heavens are these acer people and they had like a a a kingdom in heaven that was the kingdom of heaven was the acer it was the most high place literally because it was in the fucking top of the world the north pole so it was the most high so when you get like these different um get these different things like that and you you know um this this stuff starts to make a little bit more sense i mean and even some of the stuff with the bible lines up to this too so satan's fall um or this the fall yeah so satan was in the saga his name i'm attributing this to it not the saga but um this is what i the connection i kind of made is there was a person named raw that came out of um the acer and if you think like satan was cast out of heaven then he was sent out from the acer into a different caste system Mm. a different ring land right so cast out of hell why because he wanted to be the ruler and he wanted to rule over god and uh but so he decided to rule on his own so his name was raw and raw was the moon 
his symbol was the moon and he was the, the usually the first son was called Ra and he was the king mm. which is interesting about this is the moon in Sumerian is called Kingu <laughs> yeah that's not a coincidence I know right so that's another connection right there right so well, also that Ra is the god king when he supposedly comes to egypt or however that name travels at right least so first it starts people, off in in hindustan as Ra and maya and then you get like the maya people and they say where the native americans come from they they say their blood their dna comes from where like right there in fucking hindustan i swear wow. right there in 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 that same area so i've heard it's, asian descent uh, from a, a number of places that like maybe uh, that's the uh, i mean hin- hindu hindu stand yeah is like i guess it is close right but... in that little area of like india and and uh china. yeah and and china so i mean it's uh really close perhaps it's maybe uh denisovian or whatever yeah maybe um and so though they came over to uh america or South America, right? And uh, Peru, uh, Piru means devil also. And in the saga, they talk a lot about the devil and the Bach line being the devil line and the goat, the goats in there too. So when you see like the goat and the Baphomet and everything, and it's all scary. And like, even in the Sumerian, you see how they have like these horned headdresses with the horns on their head and mm-hmm. everything like that. That's like, all of the satan motif right the horns they wore like even the vikings right they vikings had these horns you know they drank from horns even too so it's like all this savagery and this evilness and that's what happened later is the church you know pushed all that evilness and savagery onto them and and made it evil yeah they turned it around they inverted they inverted it barbarians barbarians yeah. <laughs> bar bear bear bars bear because <laughs> they were naked yeah so their uh, bars were bare <laughs> so with say so with raw you get um raw and maya in hindustan and then if you look at a lot of the gods that are like raja right the seven uh i believe the seven headed naga is like the seven sages Hmm. and the seven sages were like the people that went around and the you know the mystics and the, i think the seventh son of the seventh son is like the magical the son the magical Robbies. son yeah the yeah the see you say rob robbie well that's what i was I'm but just, it looks like it looks it's spelled the same way as rabbi well absolutely yeah i guess i should <laughs> clarify for the audience yeah rabbi yeah. robbie and the way that the box the box explains Robbie is literally phonetic and says it, it's like bees pollinating. Yeah. And it's just crazy. They're the ones that would help like the Kings uh, make sure that they were uh, fertilizing their wives so that they could procreate because the last, uh, the, it was supposed to be the last son was the one having the children. But after, after the Ragnarok, then it kind of switched up and changed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then it went to seven and then it changed up again. And then it was like 
okay the firstborn is the king and he's the procreator right uh, because so, it's like, well, how can you even deter? Like, because the in the beginning it was like twelve sons and seven daughters. It's like, well, Jesus, that's a lot to do. My God, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, that's sorry, but there probably wasn't a lot of people on the planet at that time. So that's true. And then, what's the first commandment of God is like, be fruitful and multiply, right? So, right, yeah. So it's very interesting that the first commandment is that, and then you see these people are doing exactly that. And then you go, well, I wonder where that came from. Well, it seems yeah. kind of obvious now, doesn't it? That's true. And then so you have this raw figure in, in Hindu, uh, Hindustan. And then so you get like even the different gods in there. Ra, Ja is one of the uh, Hindu gods. And then if you look at that, that's like Ra and Ja together. Mm. It's like Ra and Ja. And then Ja is like Jehovah, Yahweh uh jupiter i mean all these different yas right yeah and what's his name ja who left uh ethiopia and the jamaicans praise him ja <laughs> you know he's yeah. like jesus to them yeah ja so he left so then he leaves um hindustan and he goes to egypt now when he goes to egypt something weird happens and he proclaims himself as the sun the sun god so this is like i think this is what it's referring to when it says like jesus wanted to become like god because in box or not jesus but satan wanted to be god and in box saga it says the sun uh which is odin is god the soul that's where your soul comes from that's where that's who god is and he's the sun without the sun no life exists at all and Ra wanted to become the sun so he what he did is instead of being the moon like lucifer luna mm. luciferian illuminati all that stuff right lu loosh you know that energy mm. instead of being the moon he decides he's gonna be the sun and when he goes to egypt he becomes the sun god Ra. okay this is awesome i'm just trying to like i'm I'm trying to like zig and zag with it yeah i'm I'm trying i'm trying to you're doing a great job you're doing a fantastic job playing it out order yeah it's just that like okay so i'm trying to follow like where the evil is and where like the misconception of evil is going back you know what i mean it's not yet it's not even there yet but i'm just following all these motifs throughout yeah (laughs) so then you get raw down in and Egypt and then and then what what happens from Egypt is the exodus right and then the movement of Ja people the movement of Ja's <laughs> people comes from Egypt into a new place called Israel mm. Israel so you have Ra going from Hindustan to Egypt and now to Israel so we're talking about a man. Are we talking about a man <laughs> or are we talking about a family line? Like, because th- we're talking I, well, definitely a question think, of time. What know? I think actually is raw is the name of the king, like a title, king, a title. Yes. So and maybe Marduk, this culture moved this way. Marduk is raw. 
Marduk becomes Ra also. Does he? Uh, yeah, he rules in Babylon. Yeah. And um, I think he, because he's the son of Osiris. Ra is the son of Osiris. And Osiris is Enki, Ptah. And so mm. it would make sense if Ra was the son. Or it's just a, a kingly title. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, there's more to that for sure. Yeah, there's. I'm, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of stuff that can... I mean, oh, you have to know a lot of different mythologies in pretty good detail to like really start extracting a lot of these things. These just, are, yeah. This is pretty surface stuff that I'm doing without really any... Uh, 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 what's it called? Books or anything around me to get information from. Right. Yeah. Uh, this to is go a deeper. Lot. It's hard. Uh, yeah. It's hard to 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 stick to one area where it's like we have to like unfold each new piece well, things, of this. Things get so jumbled up too from the different time periods. They start to mm. call people different names, and yeah. it, it gets you know with all the language and stuff. You go from this place to that place, and all these things change you know yeah like uh, real quick dude dan uh possibly being odan yeah odan and Eden. So, so yeah so the eden part i i knew but i never made the odin connection i was like Holy yeah shit. i think uh dan was the son of odin uh mm, it's kind of the odin son of the son <laughs> yeah uh also uh i think that comes that odin uh, the god Odin is um, just in Norse mythology is Odin and then Dan uh, would be Odin also uh, there's uh, I think he's also Anne oh, or okay. on Anne or on uh, that makes sense I, I think those are a little bit interchangeable uh, of Sumeria and Babylon on and yeah. Anne mm-hmm. uh, Anu. and I think that's where the Anu yeah Anu comes from that and I think uh the Dan Danu Danuna, yeah, because uh, the Danuna is, I think, is a is a Sumerian thing too. Um, so, so you start to see these connections uh, between like son and father all the time, everywhere. You know, same with Jesus and uh, Yahweh, right? It's actually Yahshua mm-hmm. ben Yosef, and it's Yahshua and Yahweh. So that way, when you pray, you say the name of the son with the father and you Mm. get that higher connection. Um, That's the way it's supposed to be. So that's why uh, the whole Jesus thing, I think, is um, a farce. Mm. Uh, How how far? And I I can get into that a little bit, too. Um, uh, Well, because you said that Jesus comes from the box saga, correct? So the name Okay. Jesus gotcha is All right. is like a it's a so there was a a god in uh of the Danites named Isa yes and Isa. I think I think Jesus comes from Isa and uh because technically the real Jesus his name is Yahshua because that fits in with the Yahweh right so Jesus right. doesn't fit in with Yahweh it fits in with Zeus Jesus and Zeus Mm-hmm. so very greek i don't yeah i don't think that his real name is is jesus and actually a lot of people don't think his real name is jesus so that's right, why yeah. i say the jesus part is a farce cool. the person of jesus it makes sense that he would be 
Caucasian and from the Acer, right? Because they would send him down to teach the people how to be civilized. And so he was like one of the angels that came down from heaven to teach the people how to be righteous and to live naturally, which is what Jesus teaches is how to be like good human possible and find, you know, uh, find everything within yourself and, and love and respect and, um, the natural path rather than the materialistic path. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, another result of being stuck in the ice was probably a lot of contemplation and a yeah. lot of contemplative practices. So maybe like Wim Hof, Wim Hof method too, right? Ooh. The meditation to Great keep yourself from uh, freezing to death. Yeah, man. All of his stuff. I mean, it's all, so maybe that's the origin of it. And of course I always say that these uh, altered states that, these practices bring you to like a lot of them are rooted in ordeal anyway you know a psychedelic experience is an ordeal a near-death experience an outer body these things that wake us up to Uh, what's going on in the world it's an ordeal that perturbs consciousness so it's like maybe um, that's where it came from and that's why jesus was all buddha like and shit yeah so before i get more into jesus and satan uh the time the time thing so i kind of go by the moon calendar because if you go by 13 months of 28 days you get uh 364 point something so it actually fits in really well with our our calendar uh our our motion around the sun or however you want to say it, or our the sun's motion around us or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Uh, so the concept of time and the thir- this 13th Zodiac. So this 13th Zodiac is um, a fucus, right? And it's the man holding a snake. I believe this to be very important because even in the tree of life, uh, once you get to like the 12th um, uh, circle from the point of the middle, like it stops and it's like surrounded, you know, uh, by another circle and it stops right there. But if you keep going, you get all kinds more shapes going on. And I think the 13th is meant to be hidden um, because they took that Zodiac out. So they hide the 13th of everything. That's why it has this connotation to it like they even killed the templars on the 13th of friday the friday having the connotation to the divine feminine mm-hmm. and killing that feminine energy or uh however you want to look at that you can look at that and i think it everything. plays a big part because in i remember reading the sitchin books and i know a lot of people don't agree with him whatever uh i think it's more uh, like don't worry about the details of it and just no. worry about the main part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he was a genius. Yeah. I mean, everybody else that's deciphered him has come up with pretty much something very similar to what he said. Anyways, maybe he got some of the words wrong, but I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know that was intentional or no. just by accident because he was trying to decipher something nobody else ever has. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's I don't, like, I don't know that he's going to do it perfectly. 
part uh, of our perspective has time. changed. You know, maybe it's our perspective as well. You know, we've moved on a little bit from ancient alien theory. Not that we moved right. on. It's still right. definitely very present. But, you know. So, kind of so this time thing plays a big deal because I think uh, if we if we look at time based on this moon calendar idea, then an age would be uh, two thousand eight hundred years, and that would fit into uh, a circle of time. Also, um, if if you divide it by the thirteen zodiacal signs, and the, so it'd be tw- it'd be the same as like a moon, right? The moon days, right? Um, so this time thing, I think, I think it plays a big part. And if you look at the different ages, I mean, you've talked to Micah Dink, you, you realize that like each age has this animal, the Aries has the Ram, the, the Taurus has the bull, the Pisces has the fish. I mean, the Leo has the lion, the Gemini has the twins. We see this twin dynamic everywhere. We see this lion dynamic everywhere. Oh, yeah. We see the bull. We see the horns. We see the Aries. I think so. This gets into the Tartarian idea of Tartaria coming from the time of Aries. So if we put it in that perspective, then we can say that this time of Aries was, um, if we say Jesus was the start of Pisces. Mm-hmm. and that started in 1 AD, then that means 2800 would be when the age of Aquarius is. So that's like 720 years away. Yeah. So that, I know when yeah, I've heard that. Well, Manko talks about the missing thousand years and uh, people in Tartaria talk about the missing thousand years. I don't necessarily think it's actually missing out of time. I think what's different is the calendar system that we're using is off and we've uh we're miscalculating time by a thousand years and there is no age of aquarius right now and everything that's going on with this age of aquarius stuff and new age and everything is artificial it's a farce it's a farce yes and this gets into the tartaria stuff and the arians of aries uh if you look at aries aries is ruled by the planet mars so uh, that's where you get your alien race from your alien people is these martians i think uh ari aslan was saying how one of these people came from mars they they said it in like the books this this guy was came from mars you know uh and the ancient mythologies um and i think that's because they were the people of aries and so they were Mars, they're Martians. That makes um, sense. So I so with time, that hidden 13 too is the man with the serpent, right? It's the serpent man. It's it's the hidden creation. It's just like the serpent in the garden. It's like not really there, right? It's bad. Right. But it's it it is there, but it's like the secret mystery. Not only that, but think about if they're the age of Aquarius, the Aquarius, the symbol is the man. Yeah. And so it's the man holding the serpent. That's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of, that kind of seems to circle back around on itself. Oh, yeah. Well, it does. You can also see like a lot of this symbology of a scorpion, which is Scorpio, which um, I think. Ophiuchus is right 
after Scorpio and right before I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. Um, but he's right before the Scorpio and you see the scorpion snake symbology a lot of places and especially in like there's uh these the, I have this one picture that I I I show it to everybody but it's like this red-headed um god looking thing and he has like a pitchfork to his right and then to his left there's like a snake and a scorpion and then a woman sitting on a on a chair like he's like holding her on a pedestal mm. and to me it like screams like danunaki or it screams dan it screams like you know these red-headed giants uh the danu um uh goddess um and all this mythology of the serpent people he has snakes over his feet um so there there's a lot of mythology with with the serpent and stuff and and the missing time aspect and the whole mystery of things missing. And then that kind of gets me into like the drugs. I was listening to Andrew Collins earlier and he was saying that these people that came from the North, you know, maybe they're on all these drugs and because Graham Hancock, yeah, Graham Hancock is doing ayahuasca all the fucking time and tripping out. And they talked about different people that like came up with, uh, these great brilliant ideas and inventions after they had been on drugs and or done LSD or something like that and like this is the how they get to that other realm you know where they can talk to the gods and connect to mm. the Akashic record and all these things well all these things can be done without the use of drugs right they can be done through meditation and um, brain power like the monks do uh but these drugs are a tool to be able to help us to get there because we don't build shit like we used to. We don't, we don't go to these temples on the ley lines and, you know, use sound projection to influence our brains, to change our, our frequencies and our waves to have these hallucinations like we used to back in the past. And our and, cultural values and, and modernization yeah. and distraction and bread right. and circus, it, the, the whole gambit noise. of modern society. Noise, noise, noise. You noise, noise. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, um, uh, but yeah, what he takes away is, from uh, these, these, uh, people had to have done drugs. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, the first the thing I thought of was, these motherfucking uh, it's the fucking it's these people dude it's the acer people they these are the same this is like like you know the reindeer piss drinking motherfuckers <laughs> you know like they would uh they had what was called the fanatic do the vikings and uh they would eat a bunch of fucking mushrooms and then go fight battles and think that they're fighting fucking demons and dragons right. and giants and shit um <laughs> i think i've done that <laughs> so because we think mushrooms do grow in dark caves and stuff like that yeah, keep them I mean, in the dark and, or under christmas know, trees and, uh, cows uh, i think a lot of people believe that the cow is sacred in india because it has to do with the uh, the mushroom too that grows on the cow shit and uh people eat uh so i think yeah. that, that i think that's an idea uh going around to the why the, the cow is sacred and 
that was um, one of the first thoughts too. I had when I got back from mushrooms. And like, I think I heard Bill, I discovered Bill Hicks. I was like, mm. who was that guy at the beginning of the tool song years ago? Yeah. And, uh, and heard him. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. I get it. <laughs> That's some good shit. <laughs> I think that has to do more with the bull God. Mm. And it being uh, dangerous Hindu, territory, Hindu. And uh, I, I think that, that Hindu area was probably settled in the time of the bull and uh, the time of Taurus. And so that's why it was sacred. It's also fractal in my opinion. So and it's they, like, they it held on to it. It can, yeah, be it, could, it could be <laughs> definitely could be both. Well, maybe that was the gift of, from God and there, and there, it's probably part of, of it. Per, yeah. Of perception of how things were. Mm. Um, so the whole drug things and the fairy rings and that gets into the fae. Yeah. And the fairies and the fairy circles and the mushrooms and reindeer piss and Santa Claus and Odin and everything else. And um, trolls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how troll hunter fits into it, but I want to fit troll hunter into it. <laughs> Not tonight, but someday. Uh, yeah, they lived on the bridges, right? Some of them, but then you had the mountain trolls. And oh, then okay. If you haven't seen the movie Troll Hunter, it has nothing to do with like history necessarily, but okay. see Troll Hunter. <laughs> I mean it. And I want a full report because it takes um, place in Norway and it's dubbed. I mean, it was not dubbed. It's, you know, it's a yeah. nor it's a Norway film. It's awesome. But, yeah. So then this gets back into back to Satan and Jesus aspect again. So yes. you have Satan and all these different middle lands right shim land um if you go biblical it's like the Jopath, shim and ham right well i think i think the way it goes is ham was the second born Jopath was the second ham was a, i don't know <laughs> there's a way ridiculous. there's a way i did it earlier that it made sense um uh will take your time man yeah i can't remember how it goes but anyways you have the three lands uh the path shem and ham and shem is supposed to be the kingship of like the jesus bloodline the bloodline right that's the bloodline shem but we just talked about earlier in Hebrew when you took out the vowels because vowels are considered letters of gods. They have God connotations to them. So that's why they use just strictly consonants. Mm -hmm. and, and until you put that vowel in, then it gives it that like, oh, um, power to it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why a lot of God names all start with a um, continents all start with a vowel. Um, so, Shem is S H M. So I think now a lot of people are probably going to hate me for this, but it's also shame. Mm. And it's, and that's because in this section, which is Hindustan, Israel, and Egypt, is where you get the fall of Satan. Mm. And that brought shame to the Acer. So he became the God, right? That was destined to rule, but that's all because he comes from 
that Enki line, that raw line. That's Enki, mm. raw, Satan, yeah. Prometheus, Loki, all those oh, gods. The trickster. The trickster. So well, I think the trickster, who knows? Yeah. So I think that trick is to make people believe in the religion to trap them into uh you know conformity and materialism to get them away from the natural aspects uh so that they accept um the material world and wow. i know i get hate for that but shem also uh, shem also means no uh, just curious like from what angle do you think you'd get hate from that you know from just like Standard oh, because basically, uh, uh, because basically, I'm saying like Satan is the church. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, in yeah. this community, for, I'd say it's that's uh, you know, no, it's very torn. I, I got blocked by someone today, and I was just and, having a conversation with them, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> because if you connect Ptah to Osiris, and Osiris is Enki, and Ptah is Jupiter and Ja Pata that's Jupiter it's it's uh Japeth it's it's all it's all of those things right it's the it's coming Peter. down to yeah. yeah it's Peter so I I think that it it shows that most likely Yahweh was probably Jesus or Yahweh was Satan and his son Ra or Ra's son, uh, Nabu, was maybe uh, Jesus in that sense. But if you go Bach Saga, then Jesus was, uh, he was from the Acer. He was the son of one of the Acer gods and came down and son of the real God or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, I believe that's why the Old Testament is so different from New Testament also. Um, the old one seems very Republican and the New Testament seems very um, left-wing uh, democratic. Uh, and not to say that right-wing is bad and left-wing is good or either it's or. Like I, I don't, yeah, there's good in both and bad in both. But it's, that, that's why Jesus is more like loving and caring and nurturing and wants to be all accepting and care for everybody. But just, willing to flip over the table if need be. Right. Yeah. And that was because the people were uh, doing uh, exchange money exchange in the temples and the temples mm. were supposed to be holy places, but where you weren't supposed to be exchanging money. Um, so, so yeah, so that gets into like Satan that Shem. Oh, so Shem is also the sun God in Babylon, which is Shamesh. So you get the word oh, yeah. Shah, Sham, you get Shaman, you get Shaman. Shaman, yeah, you get Shamesh, you get Shem, and that's supposed to be the chosen people, which is the middle, the, the equatorial line of the planet if, if the world is round, right? Not to yes. offend my flat earth people. <laughs> but so then, so then from this aspect and this knowledge, now we can get into like the Tartaria aspect. Dun, dun, dun. And so here, here you have this legion, Ra's legions, religion of people in Shem, right? The Midland. This is also like 
the story of how Thor killed the Midgard yeah, serpent. Midgard, right? In my in my opinion, that's what the Midgard serpent was. Uh, later on, Loki did leave uh, Jotunheim, which I think was uh, one of the realms. Jotunheim was one of the realms. I think all the nine realms that they have also tie into uh, places on the planet. Ringlands, perhaps? Uh, possibly, yeah. And I could probably research further and see which each one are. I know that Svartalheim, Yake uh, uh, told me, means black elf home. So that's where the dark elves are from. Hmm. So I, I, I can't say, like, I don't know what land that perhaps might be. Right. Uh, but you know sounds like elohim <laughs> yeah like elohim well elohim him would be El. like uh yeah the home of god right yeah yeah which elohim's is weird because home. we're told that elohim from like a biblical perspective not to go off on yet another tangent but, yeah uh it sounds like they they describe it as like plural god plural yeah yeah elohim is it elohim elohim and elohim elohim yeah yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Is it two different things? No, well, Nephil, I'm saying Nephilim too is actually just Nephil and home. So whatever a Nephil is, I don't know. And this is where Yake will come in. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't mention, we have a new podcast starting in a couple of weeks, Roots of Creation, <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be find great. it everywhere. Yeah, it's going to uh, be great. And this is kind of what we're going to be doing doing uh for some of it and for some of it we're going to be you know actually going deeper into the soccer and just talking about that but i think in some aspects we're going to be talking about other aspects of history yes and looking at through it through the lens of box like to try to explain history in the way that i'm kind of doing right now and get a little but get a little deeper into the details rather than um me just kind of babbling well this is a good way for yeah this is a good way for people yeah we're building that tower of babel so, yeah, so, I, so actually too that, phonetics that that's what i was gonna say another thing yeah. is is that the holy bible i believe babel Bab- <laughs> yeah it's babylon dude it's holy babel well babylon used to call be called bibbly right yeah yeah I've so heard, it was holy that, bibbly yeah. so i think the bible actually came from babylon and it makes sense uh and so that's what I think. But and then it's all phonetics. All people into, have to, yeah. people just have to realize that that's not like a silly little hippie game we're playing. Like the word magic, it's real. It's it, you know, it some of it sounds kind of silly, but then some of it you get real deep into how linguists kind of decipher where things came yeah. from, man. I mean, it's, yeah, if you don't, and if you don't think so, just look at how many words have raw in it or lu for lucifer or lunar or you know you can do this with every god name and find how many words contain that god's name it's on freaking believable same with tar and we and that's where we were going with this yeah it was tartaria and And tar right yeah oh yeah so now now we know that heme is home so when you hear like heme stuff uh this probably has to do with wherever these people came from this area where they came from that's the hard part is pinpointing where that's at you know right yeah uh so then so that gets into these raw legions and tartaria right so who are the tartarians hmm. the tartarians come from uh 
between the Black Sea, between the Caspian Sea, all the way out to the steppes of Russia, to like the eastern, the western lands of the Black Sea, and down to the Caucasus Mountains. That is pretty much what is considered Tartaria by definition of today's uh, Tartarians. Mm. So who do you have in those lands? You have all these different tribes of Israel. Mm. Now, Dan escaped that, and he went up into the north. Uh, apparently, from, from this book I was talking about earlier, the United States and Britain and Prophecy, they talk about how all of these tribes went from Israel to all the Northlands, to Holland, right. to England, to uh, you know France, and all these places in the north, which is seems weird to me that if God gave you this beautiful land to live, you would all leave it, and only two people would stay, uh, Benjamin and Judah. But they were scared of the Assyrians, so they had to pack up and leave. And it seems like the Assyrians just followed them everywhere, and then they ended up as the Germans and the uh, um, Austrians. And where did, real quick, the Assyrians, where did, uh, that sounds like Acer to me. It sounds like Acer, Assyrians. Yeah, Assyrians, yeah. Damn fanatics. It could be very well be that i don't i, don't I mean know. i don't know i always to thought throw the, a wrench in the spokes but. i thought the assyrians came from like persia or something they that's what's told yeah i'm sure yeah we'll eventually we will find a thread that makes this yeah. make sense make well they said they said that the the Hittites too they come from turkey and one of the capital cities there is called uh, Assur, A-S-S-U-R. Yeah. It's like, uh, how Asser. much more clear Acer. can you be about Acer? Right. Acer? I mean, you can say it any way you want. It still sounds like fucking Acer. Right, exactly. Uh, and, then, and then that brings me to like the Acer too, like the, you know, like the element of what we would refer to as the Aether ether yeah yes and how it is like hidden but it's there it's hidden and it's the people refer to that as the astral fields <laughs> right in yeah. the astral plane and then the fairy yeah, the you get ether. into the fairy and the fae and how they're hitting and how they're in this other realm you know it's this in-between thing yeah so uh so then the whole tartarian aspect so mm. once you get into like where do these Tartarians come from, so that's where they come from. And then you can get into like the Kazarians from there. You can get into um, like all these different the Scythians and the Danites, um, right. the tribe of Dan. And you can get into all these different groups of people. And you know, they had a bunch of different battles and they fought with each other too. And it wasn't all like pure and beautiful, but in the Tartarian world. They, what they talk about too is that these people it was a it was a conglomerate of of different um like racial ethnicities and everything like that and they all got along and got together and that's what Tartaria was right so mm-hmm. at, so at this point what we have to realize is Tartaria is the church yeah the Catholic Church right and they're going around 
converting everybody to their belief system. So if That's you don't believe see in them, it everywhere, they're going to fight you and they're going to kill you and they're going to take you over and they're going to make you believe what they believe. That's and that and that's is this comes right back to indigenous day and Columbus day yeah. and right back into what what the Spanish did when they came to America. They f- tried to force them into Christianity. They said, "No, we love our creator the way it is." And they said, "Okay, well then we'll just have to get rid of all of you." Yeah. Um that's so that's why like Real quick, we're 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 all talking about Tartaria in this community, and we're all going. It's everywhere. There's traces of it everywhere, as if we were this one big united world back then. And it's not like that. It's everywhere because it was a takeover. Yes, and I believe it was taken over from these pagan people who have from- the knowledge of the architecture from the arctic circle from the ark of the covenant the ark ship whatever everything is a fucking angles angels right so uh, in one of our episodes on rising from the ashes i talked about the word angel and where that comes from and the etymology of it is like a gal a-g-e-l which means a bull running in circles so the meaning of the word uh angel was a circle angle an angle yeah based, you know it's an representative angle, yeah. of geometry yeah and if you look at raw too what's raw radius radius it's it's the fucking it's part of the circle right from the center to the to the yeah. outside ring the which outside is, ring yeah which is also a p in a pole a p in a pole <laughs> yeah yeah it's a pole with a dot. It's your, uh, it's your, it's everything, dude. It's uh, all here. We just got to, it's all jumbled and we're slowly piecing it together. Yeah. So, so, okay. So. Yeah. So Tatarians are the church. Okay. So Tatarians are the not the underdogs. The, the, these are the Romans. These are the, Ro- this is the Roman Catholic church. This is the Vatican. And it's hiding. It's hidden. It's uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's not really hiding. It's uh, well, they do Feels call like it the hiding. lost. They call it the lost ten tribes, right? Even mm-hmm. in the Bible, it's the lost ten tribes. It's they're lost to history. Um, Tartaria is also lost to history, right? And I think th- that's kind of like a reflection of what that is. It's it's these people that came from this area. And it's these church people. They they came across all these lands. Um, these were pagan. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. There, these this architecture was pagan. Mm-hmm. That's why you see the gargoyles. That's why you see like this gothic looking structure. That's why you see like these pagan motifs everywhere on it, it because it was never. Catholic or however you want to say it. It was never the church before the church commandeered these buildings and took them over and presented it as theirs. That's why they don't know how to work the pipe organs. That's why they don't know what the, you know, cross is on top of their building or that's why some of them still have a moon on it and all this other stuff. And well, just to break it down to modern sentiments too, just the idea that you look at the style of that old 
architecture. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's art. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. living beauty and divinity right there. Yeah. Meanwhile, they call 90 degrees the angle of sadness. And you look at our modern world and it's all boxes everywhere. And that Mm -hmm. is, of course, from a conspiracy perspective, that's the the bad guys putting their boxes everywhere, building more and more boxes. You know, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boxes. The box. Box of the saga. (laughs) Box. shit <laughs> <laughs> so so when you start to look at the architecture and stuff you start to see you see it in uh the northern european areas mm-hmm. uh you see it in uh tartarian areas like in the the lower steps of russia you see it in china you see it in russia too i think yeah. there's different builders they there's people that knew uh different things and that these different groups that were all part of tartaria had a different style maybe of uh building or or the original pagans had a different style of building i guess i should say well curious where does to make where this does, narrative where does islam come from and what is their <laughs> what do they walk around <laughs> yeah i'm not uh oh the cube is that yeah, the cube one yeah it's a box <laughs> it's yeah, another it's black 90 cube. degree angle just yeah, yeah devoid of artistic i mean no offense no offense to the contemporary understanding and sentiment and meaning of um, that structure no offense at all but compared to that very insane level of architecture from this pagan yeah. heathen world yeah it's crazy and man think about where islam comes from and who says that muhammad is her like ancestor mm-hmm. is yeah the, and there's a bait and switch there's yeah, a bait there's and a, switch there too yeah yeah so it's not exactly as it seems to be right and so this gets into like the whole freemason idea and who the freemasons are because everybody says they're evil right uh we hear it all the time how the freemasons are evil uh i don't believe that they started out evil i think they ended up becoming so because of infiltration yeah and i'll i'll explain that and uh originally the freemasons started out as a pagan group who were trying to hide their paganism within the mysteries of their uh secret society um not not to like be all secretive and la 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 but uh, for the same reason like the renaissance painters like had to hide shit in their paintings is because if they didn't do like what they're supposed to do because the Catholic church was everywhere. They right. would be fucking murdered and killed. So they had to like go into secret so that they could still believe in their gods. Uh, I mean, I, I think they say even Constantine still worshiped um, whatever, yeah, he, whatever he was it was, Apollo or whatever. He had a, yeah. some crazy temples that were still worshiping Apollo, even though he, he transformed and went to Jesus. His turncoat. Um, yeah so um so at the freemason angle so you have these pagans that have to hide their history within the secret societies so then uh if you look at start to look at where that came from it came from like uh sweden and scotland right is is where the original ones are and uh when i was talking to yake he said maybe even in like the 15 1600s they're already starting this 
and but it was still in secret before it became known in like the later 1600s the lodge in sweden ah oh, man if i could only find it i don't know where it is the, there's a lot there's a freemason sect or or lodge in sweden and it's got serpent right in the name of it <laughs> does it i can't remember the name of it oh my god I'm, I'm thinking I'll try to find it afterwards. And, uh, and yeah, so it. like the serpent motif isn't necessarily always having to do with with evil. No. Um, it has to do with uh, knowledge and giving knowledge. Uh, it has to do with um, the electrical forces within the body, within the earth. And uh, I, th- I think that the serpent motif also has to do with like the spirituality of uh, yeah. because once you're able to get into these um, these serpent lines or these frequencies, you're able to change that reality, right? Well, so also the snake sheds its skin and still lives. It yeah. continues on. So it's always been a representation of that spiritual aether, the 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 other side of mm-hmm. or maybe not not the other side the same side almost the realization that the spirit is here all the time and it's happening now not later not afterwards it's this process that we're going through so serpent also kind of stood for that in eternal energy that source yeah that energy uh, that's why it's like the caduceus too right the energy yeah. the dna the the it's it's the thing that's without in all of us it's the knowledge and it's the you know, probably the pineal gland has something to do with that in some way too. I'm it sure it does because the pineal, if you look at a pine cone dead on, mm-hmm. it's a spot, it's the formation of it, the way they're formed are spirals, little cones. Yeah. And so that that's the spiral is the the old like one of the oldest representations of the 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 above in as above so below you know it's mm-hmm. the infinite and the energy the energy to the circulation the tor the toroidal yeah the toroidal energy and also when you look at a toroidal field if you look at like the diagram of a toroidal field Big old donut. you can see it, 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 it well when it branches out and it has like the lines and it connects to the bottom it looks like the fucking tree of life yeah yeah the yeah like that <laughs> and it looks so i mean it's like Yggdrasil. holy shit that's the tree of life and then you got the Yggdrasil uh, symbolism with the ouroboros constantly yeah yeah so when, when you start to look at these buildings that were built by the uh I, I believe that they were built by uh these pagan people and later became the freemasons uh because of what the architecture stands for and what it looks like and because these would have been the original people that came from the acer that had the knowledge of the arc and the architecture and they were the ones that were passing it down in the first place and so they were they were building these things all over the place also and i think at that time uh there was like a reformation going on in england and uh these uh the catholic church was trying to take over that area too and uh so these uh um, Yaku told me that uh, um, George Washington was getting money from Sweden uh, for the war and, um, from from the lodge 
And uh, so I think that the whole idea of the Freemasons in America was because they were trying to escape the Catholic church. And that's why when they got here, they, they gave us the freedom of religion and all these different freedoms and, uh, and guns. I mean, I, guns probably wasn't a thing. Maybe it was, <laughs> but they wanted people to be able to be free and protect themselves from tyranny of government because they knew that tyranny would happen. And that's, that's what you see with the Catholic church is this tyranny. They're taking over everybody and making them conform or they would kill them. Putting them so in think, that box. Yeah. So I think that's what, that's why the Freemasons, when they came here, they were signed the declaration of independence for the freedoms of America to be free oh. from the English. Yes. Yeah. Freedoms of, and then there was a second constitution that was signed, I think within like a year or so as the constitution for the United States of America. And when you, you can get into that and then why we have birth certificates and how, you know, that was a invention of slavery to uh, keep track of your slaves and these certificates. And then, um, and then how it, that kind of continued into just everybody and how we're actually all slaves to the corporation of America. Right. And it but wasn't that's, really that's, America. It's, it's, uh, you know, that's a whole like, nother story. Right. Let's play their uh, game. No, for... Well, about like the, the declaration and all that stuff, which Absolutely. I wasn't trying to go into, but no, right. Right. But I mean, yeah, it all comes. America is just like the newest spot that they like track down the Freemasons yeah, to basically. Yeah. So basically, yeah, they tracked them down. They infiltrated them. And then what do we know about like these uh, controllers or oppressors where they always like they use our own shit against us in a way, right? Like mm -hmm. they, they show us and then before they do it or this, uh, this idea of like the symbolism of 33 and like all this other symbolism, like we're going to throw the symbolism at you. Mm -hmm. And I think that is to uh, kind of throw the scent uh, off the trail, you know, so to speak is like, we're going to use these motifs. So you think it's all over here, but really what's going on is over here, you know? Well, they're showing, it's like, they're showing us uh, all sleight of hand. It's like, they're showing us the good guys and telling us it's like the bad guy. I don't, it's, it's really weird. It's, it's like, it is all the symbolism is made to look bad and evil. That's not, but there's mm -hmm. multiple layers even to that process of, of, of um, deception. You yeah. know? And we don't have to go down that road tonight. Uh, it's getting late on. Yeah. I was just going to uh, yeah. finish it up like yeah. pretty much right here. Cause this is pretty much the end of, of what I had going on anyway. Sure. Uh, was just the formation of the, the Freemasons and starting America. And then the, the infiltration by the real Tartarians because a lot of people think this Tartarian architecture in America is from Tartaria, but really I believe it's from the pagans that were here before that, that built it. And then it was taken over by the Tartarian people. And these Tartarian people are 
the church. The, the seed, yeah, the seed of Satan. Or but uh, it's inverted. It's it's, it's, it's that the, the, the church is evil over here, and this Tartaria that we're all digging up is the is the long lost civilization right. that we've always talked about with Atlantis, or maybe uh-huh. it's called Lumeria or it's Mu, and everybody was at peace and living in harmony. And oh my God, we're bringing it back. We're unearthing everything. We're gonna figure out. And that's where you mentioned, like the telling us before it happens, this revelation of method idea gets real scary with this particular revelation, because what the fuck and why the fuck are we uncovering this? Because I keep saying we are we're stirring a sleeping dragon and the dragon mm-hmm. is the flag of Tartaria, literally like yeah, using puns because box saga, right? It is. It is and though. Right. It really is. But like, and what could that look like? What I'm curious about from your perspective, and maybe this is just paranoia. Why, why are we digging it up? Why is Tartaria coming out of nowhere over the past? What? Five years maybe a little um, longer in all not just conspiracy theorists so like it's very very intense right now with tartaria everybody uh, but like I, the past three years or so i don't know i think it's intense right now because people are just finding out about it and it's like a new thing that you know forever we're just talking about stupid aliens and why are we uh, just finding out about it though other Maps I, I, don't think, I don't think we're Tartaria. finding out about it. I think we're just noticing it, you know, just putting like it together. You, it's like when you get a new car, uh, you think like you're cool because you're the only one that has that car, maybe, but then you see everybody with the same right. fucking car. Okay, well, let it, me come at, come at you from this angle. Then. <laughs> uh, in I believe it was 2013, and I, I could find the document somewhere. It's it's Putin put together or released or allowed some museum to start Mm -hmm. giving out the real russian history that had been stolen from the russian people tartaria and all and when you look at a guy like putin who is clearly a player in the wrong category and not i mean fine whatever we call we consider him as americans i'm not even talking about that i just put all of our american evil fuckers in the same boat they're all they're all buddies behind (laughs) the scenes playing roles but so that's where i'm getting at like you have tartaria being not censored no one's getting censored on youtube or anything talking about tartaria not even close um and you have supposedly putin allowing it or even uh championing a little bit of this you know, coming out of the Russian history, we, we have no suppression around Tartaria. It's, it's being allowed to come out. And again, maybe this is coming from my paranoid perspective that it's all under their thumb, but I think we can agree that we're this force that we're talking about of the Catholics from back that it's, it's still present today, obviously controlling things. I would and say, why is it coming out in a prophetic kind of way? What, what is this? One of the things that has to happen in the new age. Um, the old has to fall away for the new right yeah the church the church has to go away they're they are they're always talking about how church is going to be replaced with scientism and um everything and and for that to happen it has to go away and so once we figure out what it is 
and who it is, people will start putting things together and that'll get that ball rolling. I'm not saying that I think we should all go burn churches though at all. No, 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 no. Dude, what you are saying is that like, so the prophecy is in motion there. Dude, their big play, their big play is we all are obsessed with the ancient past. Every, everyone, even people that don't care about the ancient past, this stuff is important on a very deep level. And we, for some reason, we look back at all the ancient cultures and we really wonder why they were doing things because we respect them. And so we're going to look back at Tartaria as this super advanced, super tech techie, super science based society that we Uh have uncovered. Let's go follow the Tartarians. Because what's the technocracy? That's materialism, right? exactly what's what's the what's the uh, pharmaceutical industry now uh materialism synthetics fake uh it's all it's all bullshit man it's all the same story as this tartarian line goes into the same exact people that Mm -hmm. were ripping that could not create for themselves Mm -hmm. and would latch on and use other people this goes all the way back to the anunnaki having the work be too toilsome for them so that's why they needed slaves that's why they needed all the same thing so i think the most important thing is we need to start showing people that this tartarian wonderland is the enemy that is hiding in plain sight it's it's not necessarily that i want to show everybody it's the enemy or anything (laughs) like that i just I just Fair want enough, I uh, do. <laughs> I just want to get it out there because this is just what I've come across and this is how I kind of am starting to view it. And uh I I'm open to criticism and I'm open to like you got this part wrong, maybe this is not right. For sure. And yes. and for me uh for people to show me maybe something different. Um but this is kind of the conclusion that I keep coming to. And um and so so I thought it's interesting because it's not the same story that everybody tells. Like, I don't, I don't have flat earth in here. I have flat earth from the perspective of, of the uh, Acer surrounded by ice, but it's not in, in the way that it is now. But I think I recently said on a different podcast, like that could be the Acer, like the whole idea of the flat earth and the Acer being surrounded by ice maybe they are also surrounding us by ice so that they can entrap us. And then that would be a a pro to flat earthers. Right. Mm, Uh, Because then that would be the reason why that they're doing it in the first place and keeping us from all this other land is because they're trapping us in the ice so that, so that we can feel like they had to feel. Whoa. Yeah. So so that could be the flip side to like a, the flat earth why i guess you could say um so put that in your pipe and smoke it david weiss (laughs) uh dan the man it's been been an awesome conversation brother and it's only what like a week away a week or so away before our we record our first roots of creations endeavor one week man I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to like, you know, uh, I've had a couple of people already say like, uh, I think, you know, Jim and Eora were into some weird um, sexual things and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. Maybe they were, maybe, maybe they weren't. Uh, I, I don't really think that has anything to do with the story. Um, 
people are uh, going to taint any you don't story. you don't have to you don't have to practice that you know right. uh don't do that right. all i'm saying is we need to look at the historical evidence from it see if we can verify it see if we can prove it wrong see what we can prove right of it because all i see is these uh historians and these archaeologists are always pointing to the north they're always pointing to like the north star the hyperborea the aurora borealis the the, the fucking acer and it's it just seems like this is the civilization this is the people that they're looking for yeah and i think the mutation of 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 melanated people into white people this explains that too like how white people got here because we are kind of last down the line you know like uh crow magnet man is like only thirty-eight thousand years old and some of the other one species are hundreds of thousands of years old so it does in a way it makes sense that you know we you know that happened or i don't want to say we because because i'm caucasian and i come from all these serpent people motherfuckers but <laughs> yep. but that's how it goes you know and and you know so i just want to see if we can prove it right or wrong see what we can prove right see what we can prove wrong i'm looking forward to actually proving some things wrong like oh no absolutely that didn't happen at all okay yeah, we're gonna have cool. some that's cool wanna... that's what i want to do though but i don't i don't want to just say this is what it is and everybody has to believe this shit that's not what i'm trying to do i'm trying to use like scientific method to put this shit to the test to see if it holds holds any water and from what i found and from what i've been doing already i feel like it does and i want to dig deeper into it and that and if it is that then i think it's beneficial for people to know because like i said it seems like this is what these, these historians and archaeologists are all pointing to they're all fucking pointing to the civilization that existed in the north and some people call it atlantis i mean that's cool too if you don't want to use like the box soccer shit call, call it atlantis that's fine because atlantis was most likely real and most likely did exist and that's provable from the fact of um the amazon in in south america and from the the people here in america so i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah man we're gonna go the distance and we're gonna have some really good guests on over time and we're talking about yeah. doing the, the summits <clears throat> summits where we get some heavy hitters in there to to dig into some of these these linguistic roots and and yeah the language we didn't even talk about language that much and we danced around it with the phonetics yeah, we and danced the phonetics around it, but, and that, but that that's like so much more and when, when you start to look at that like it blows that's, your mind yeah and it takes a little bit at first it's like okay well this is just that silly word magic i keep seeing but then it's yeah. like well shit it's putting history together the correct way mm-hmm, uh-oh mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, awesome. Dan, tell my listeners where they could find you if they oh, don't already know. You can find me on Rising from the Ashes. I'm one half of the host on that show with my the homie Romy. Homie. Uh yeah, he's out there floating around too. Uh we have Telegram chats. Uh you can check out our IG page, uh RFTA podcast. And uh, there's a link tree on there. It'll take you to 
Telegram. It'll take you to, uh, it'll show you all the different platforms that we're on. Mostly we're on Spotify and Amazon and Google Play. And um, those ones were not on Apple yet. So you Apple people, I'm sorry. We are working on trying to get on there. Uh, but I've tried three times and they've denied they haven't sent me a URL. <laughs> so it's cool. uh, we'll, uh, we're going to keep trying, try to get on there. Um, oh. And then, um, yeah, I think homie is trying to, he's, he plans on starting a new podcast also called oral morals, where he's nice. just going to talk about oral healthcare and uh, just healthcare and body care in general. Um, so look for that to come out. And uh, that's great. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's branching out a little bit too and he's gonna try to you know see what he can do uh because i i think like the whole natural health and medicine stuff is is uh pretty uh special to him and uh it kind of it's kind of you know his um uh, his baby i guess and so he focus yeah that's where his head's at and so he wants to kind of talk about that and We'll talk about Boxaga on uh, on uh, roots of creation, and then on RFTA, we're gonna kind of go more into like a a variety and and just do a little bit of you know all of the stuff. Uh, we're probably still gonna keep COVID, and uh, well, we're still gonna keep C nineteen out of it, <laughs> and uh, we're not gonna talk about politics. We're just gonna talk about history and health and consciousness and fun stuff and out there shit and and keep it fun and interesting and laughable and you know oh yeah man. fun that's how we do it yeah, all right yeah. everybody thanks so much for joining me man we'll talk to you soon all right wake up wake up take care everybody <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of the deep share podcast if you want to hear more then hit that subscribe button Follow me on all the social places, and remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's Enough! You have meddled with the primal forces of nature, <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, well, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? I mean... <laughs> <laughs>